Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. Welcome to a new episode of Crave Arts Presents The Future of Film, featuring intimate interviews with the best student filmmakers from around the world. My name is Tom Oliva, and I am co-founder and executive director of Crave Arts and the All-American High School Film Festival, the premier destinations for emerging student filmmakers from all over the world. Today, I am joined by festival alumni from 2017, Caleb Wild, to dig deep into what drives this emerging filmmaker. When we first reviewed Caleb's incredible submission cycle, we were quite simply blown away. How could a 17-year-old craft a film so mature in theme, rich in symbolism, and beautifully rendered on screen, while simultaneously grounding the story in an authentic, youthful perspective full of emotional exploration? The film has since become a staple of our curriculum and roadshow presentations for its ability to connect and inspire audiences while offering a depth of technique that allows viewers a chance to expand their own craft. Caleb writes stories that expose a raw, universal human condition and then employs the elements of film to illuminate the depth of these stories in remarkably poignant ways. I've watched Caleb's film cycle dozens and dozens of times, and it gets better and reveals more with every screening. I am thrilled to welcome filmmaker and friend Caleb Wilde. Hey, Caleb. Hello. Thank you. What well, quite an introduction. <laughs> it's, it's becoming a thing. Um, it's a lot of fun for me to uh, put into words how I feel about the talented filmmakers that I'm, I'm speaking with. Um, and I thank can't you. say yeah. enough about you, my friend. Um, I've gotten to know you a little bit over the years, and um, I'm just so excited to be giving our community a chance to sort of tap into what makes you tick. So why don't we just start with where are you right now and what are you working on? So, yeah, I'm in a I'm in an interesting period in my life. I'm back home in Florida. I. Uh, um, I didn't I didn't go to film school. I'm kind of trying to figure out my own ways, so my own path and carving. I'm in a period now where I'm about to transition back to either New York, or L.A., but I was in New York for a little bit. And um, right now I'm finishing up a documentary, um, a spec commercial, and I just signed on to write my first screenplay for someone, which is exciting. Um, first paid gig. And so, yeah, it's just a lot of little things going on, but nothing, um, nothing huge at the moment. Just, just being patient, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it sounds like at the same time, uh, still working on, on quite a few different things. What yeah. were you up to when you were in New York? I was interning at A24. I had worked on a movie called Waves the year, uh, the summer before. Um, and that through, you know, they obviously produced that movie. Um, I'm very good. I'm very close to the director. His name is Trey Schultz. And I uh, didn't have the LinkedIn page or the, the clout to probably get the internship otherwise. So it was definitely through connection, but it was a, uh, definitely worth it and uh learned a lot there then came home to try to finish this documentary and work on a few family stuff and um but uh yeah so so i mean you, you right now you're essentially speaking to 
thousands of emerging filmmakers who are in high school all over the country um, who are like, wait, he interned at A24. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you're like, you're like, you're like very nonchalant about yeah. it and then like laid <laughs> yeah. back, which is just you. And no, I, know I know that, I know. but no, I know. what, what was it like? Like, what yeah. did you actually do for A24? Um, and what was your, like, what is it like to have an internship oh, for them? Yeah. So it was interesting. I would say at the time, uh, they weren't as intern focused. So compared to some other companies I've maybe interacted with or anything, but we, I mean, we still learned, I, I learned mainly the business side and I learned a lot of the politics and the certain things that really go down to make, get a, to make a movie get made and really how to communicate with people that high up. Um, so it was, it really wasn't, but it was also for me really revealing because there's a lot of people, um, I would just say, like, as a filmmaker, I think it's good to intern places like that, but I don't know if you should be working there because you're not really getting better in your craft. So I was, although I was super grateful for the opportunity, I knew it wasn't, even if other opportunities presented myself there, it really wasn't benefiting me as a director. Um, but obviously the connections were great. Um, and I was just very lucky. It's a lot of the hard work I put down in high school and other places to where the connections kind of led me there. Um, and it's, and this is an interesting story. I haven't really told many people, but the first script. So when you're an intern, you, you like do script coverage. So you read scripts and you, executives, you recommend, Oh, maybe we should look at this. And I kid you not the Whoa. first script I read was Parasite. <laughs> so they give me, so I, 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 uh, I'm like, they have this huge list of the interns and on the top says Bong Joon-ho for one of them. And I go, all the interns, like, I'm reading that one. They're all like, Oh, I'm like, no, I'm getting it. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. So you're the reason um, that that got greenlit and that that now <laughs> is like the first like foreign language <laughs> film from South Korea to win an Academy Award. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, man. Neon picked it up. But it's, it's not their, I yeah, know, no, I it's know. not their fault. Like there's a lot of things that happen. It, like it wasn't me. Like they were already reading it. It wasn't a big, like I didn't influence anything. It was just hilarious that that was like. Because I was like, oh, all the scripts are this good, but they weren't. <laughs> and I it's an like, incredible script. I mean, I, I... Um, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. But also, it was weird. Like, the, they translate to English. So, learning, like, but the names were still Korean. So, it was, like, really hard to, like, track the names. But it was still, like, obviously, it's an incredible Yeah, that's pretty movie. wild. I just thought that was funny. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it was, you know, really beneficial, I would just say. Um, if you can't get an internship, it's not a big deal. I mean, uh, that was, I was just blessed to have some connections and stuff. I think if, if you do look for internships, try to, um, not that that didn't, I would just say ones that really help you in the craft, you know, like whether it be something more production related or, uh, that one was good because it taught me really a lot about writing. Right. Which is obviously for someone who is doing um, a lot of writing, I imagine still, um, it it can't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super, for sure. So, um, yeah, now, and then I went back to humble myself, had to come back home, and it's all part of the journey. I'm, I was, uh, worked on this documentary about my granddad I'm doing for years. It's literally almost done. There's just some, uh, it became a, it became a project that kind of unraveled as I discovered more family things, and it, it'll be really interesting to see how the public, uh, what they think of it because it's very personal, but, um, 
yeah, man, it's just been a steady, so tell me, steady journey. Um, you know, I, so. I, I want to hear a little more about this documentary. Um, and I would also love to hear, yeah. like, from your perspective, what it's what you're going to do with it and what that process is like, um, because I think that's going to be a yeah, question yeah. on a lot of people's minds. But so uh, a story about your grandfather, um, I had an interesting relationship with my uh, grandfather, the only one that I knew uh, during my yeah. life. And I would love to tell that mm -hmm. story. So why is this a story that you feel needs to be told? Uh, a few different reasons. So it wasn't that my granddad is superior to anyone else's. It was more, I was, this is around when I made cycle, I was working at a golf course in high school. Like, um, I didn't, uh, yeah. Like on the weekends I work at this golf course in the retirement community he lived in. He's from Florida, ironically, even though he, ended up passing away there and i just started getting all these like meeting all these people and it and it really influenced a lot of my life just certain conversations it was after my grandma died so he would give these monologues and so i started like kind of sneaking my iphone just recording as he's talking and i was it was it was a a, a time in my life when i became more curious in that format and i never explored it and i was like i need to do this eventually because i feel like every filmmaker needs to understand documentary to a certain degree. So, um, and he also did have a very interesting story. Like he was a, he knew, he knew Elvis. He was like a dancer. Um, and then he got married at 17. So all those dreams kind of went to the side, but he ended up kind of restoring relationship with his father. And when he passed away, I had all these recordings of him. So I decided to like, and we visited his hometown uh, before he died and I shot him um, just kind of talking about different things but it, it started out more biographical but now I'm in the place where it's the balance between what I'm trying to say thematically but the biography so it's more universal because it really became a story of the generation because we ended up interviewing his friend and it kind of became about the loneliness they struggle with and how to how to stay motivated when all your friends are dead you know like what do you do where do you find strength so um, yeah, I think it's my favorite thing. It, it's definitely, I'm in a phase now where I'm starting to learn, like maybe what I respond to versus the world and figuring out that balance. So I, I don't really know how everyone will, but I'm very happy with it and where it's, it's gone. It's just now I'm trying to finish it, which financially has been a little bit of a hiccup, but, um, so yeah, that's, that's, and I also say, I would say it's very important to have memoirs in your family because you have nothing you know and i think as filmmakers what better exercise than your family to do something visual because no matter what people are going to cry because it's about like it's just even if it's just for your family to sit down with your grandma and have her tell a story if she if she's not a good writer because he, he he didn't go to a lot of school so i just think that's important to have some sort of memoir yeah what a wonderful pass it down but so really now i'm in the phase of just balancing you know for the world, but also for the mm. family trying to um, figure that what out. What a line. wonderful way yeah. to look at it. Um, almost yeah. like it's a responsibility of a filmmaker to tell these personal stories as a, as a time capsule or, or reflect, you know, a memory. Um, yeah. And I can imagine that figuring out that fine line for how you share it with the world um, versus how personal it is, uh, is mm -hmm. a real challenge. What, when you do finish it and, and best of luck with the finances, I, I can only imagine, you know, how difficult it can be to, to want to finish something so badly and know that you're reliant on 
funds to, to make it what it <laughs> yeah. can and should be. Um, what, what comes next for it? What is yeah. the process like for um, an emerging filmmaker finishing a project and then figuring out what to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm in a phase now where for this one, it's going to go straight to online and then whatever festivals allow both, I'll do. But just, I've become a little sick of, um, there's just, you know, as you get older and like you transition from high school, there's a lot of tight restrictions on what work can be public and what can't for just screening purposes, which makes sense for some. But for this one, there's some cool online platforms. If, if it's good enough, I would love to release through. So, and just to have it for the family and, and have another thing to show people, uh, hopefully my range as a filmmaker. So that, yeah, that, that's kind of where my mindset is with it now. Awesome. More and and I think that's great. Um, you're, you're making a, a very personal decision with how you're going to put it out there and making sure that people can watch it. Um, and I, I yeah. think I, I admire that choice. I mean, a lot of people I think would be looking for recognition and, and to further, um, you know, put their name out there with work that they're proud of, but, uh, you're deciding on a, on a different direction and obviously, you know, great. Hopefully there are some festivals and I know there are. Um, where you'll, you'll be able to send it, but yeah, um, yeah, for sure. You, you mentioned also, yeah. um, a, a project, a script that you're writing as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that, um, I'm not allowed to say a lot, but, uh, I was approached, um, through a buddy, um, uh, someone in the, uh, in Florida who's very interested in making a movie. So we, we gave him four pitches and he's deciding which one and we have to, get some paperwork going, but it'd be my first writing gig, which is awesome. I mean, writing isn't, uh, I've always loved stories of directors who wrote movies before transitioning to directing like Damien Chazelle or even Terrence Malick. But I don't, I don't know if I can truly be that guy. The guy I work with is, is better than me. So he helps me like he's, he's almost like a teacher to me. So we worked super well together. Um, but yeah, I guess the goal through that would be to, you know, eventually sign the WGA. I mean, not sign, I mean, get into the WGA and maybe that leads to more writing work or if this investor likes us, it might lead to other work, but I'm not totally allowed to say what's about. Of course. Yet, and I, I, yeah, I appreciate but, the insight that you can cool. provide. And um, I think it's uh, pretty cool that, you know, you're even being approached at all. Um, and, and, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I understand I know, crazy, very yeah. well why you are, uh, and, and as a fan of of Cycle and really just a, a, of of your uh, of your <laughs> <My> style, <peak. laughs> no, I, I certainly I do not believe that it's your peak. I, I think I know, I know. I'm, no, I'm totally kidding. I I just uh, yeah yeah. I almost miss. Uh, we can go back. I'm just saying. I'm, I was gonna say with all this real quick. I really am starting to miss as I get deeper into this high school in terms of. I know I hated high school. Sorry. <laughs> high school filmmaking in terms of you didn't need any money. You didn't need anyone. You could just, and that's the beauty. I think people should never lose. Cause when you start to, you should always be diplomatic and, and not be micromanaging, but never lose that childlike wonder. That is a gr- you know? No, that's so, a great yeah, transition to into what saying, I wanted to <laughs> talk about next, which is, so where, yeah. who was that young filmmaker? Who was that young Caleb Wilde who made cycle? Um, yeah. When did you first start making movies? So I, um, I started a little later, I guess, for in terms of younger. I started when I was uh, 16. I was uh, acting before in a little commercial work. And that was first my dream for a while. And then I realized, 
wasn't totally <laughs> I I I had some gifting there, but it wasn't enough to compare to my friends and I didn't really have enough drive to totally go into that the way they would have. And I was more interested in the creative control and I think growing up I would like I would read a, a lot of, you know, National Geographic magazines and just being like, oh, I really want to do stuff like that beautiful, but I was like afraid to tell anyone. <laughs> And uh, I, where I'm from, and I, I'm from Tampa, and um, there isn't really anyone who does it. Like, I'd never, I didn't know anyone in the film business, anyone. Uh, I knew a couple of video people, but it wasn't, like, anyone to really turn to. Which, I, looking back, I, I was always mad about, but now I'm, like, kind of happy because it forced me to really pick up my butt and do something. But I would say there was a period when I watched... Uh, which cycle is obviously a kind of confirmation between, but I, I watched, uh, there's a movie called Warrior and Place Beyond the Pines and uh, Terrence Malick, which is basically cycle combined, but they're all very like father-son oriented stories. And I was never technically gifted, but I was like, oh, I just want to do that. <laughs> I was like, that made me cry and just feel something. And this is just so beautiful. And I'm like, I don't know how to do a camera, but I'm like, I need to just, so, and it was a time in school when I was really, uh, I wasn't doing great in school. I, I never really uh, felt like I, with classes, I just, I just was like, I don't know if ADHD, I don't know what it was. I just wasn't great. I mean, I was, I would just have to kill myself to get basic grades. But with this, I felt free and I was like, oh, I can just do this. And, and so then high school, sophomore year there's a little competition and they uh i won it it was like what would make the world a better place and I made some little video about like a i think it was a texting video it was so corny <laughs> but that led to um a couple others and then uh, later on in high school i made cycle which uh was sort of a like a divine idea i feel like i felt like it was on my heart to really make that story about you know People fall. I think the statistic in foster care is like 80% of the kids who are in it, their kids end up in it. It's super sad. And that's a huge issue where I'm from in Florida, like one of the worst in the country. And my mom works with kids like that. So, um, so yeah. And I, and I knew too, I was like, it was designed to, I was <laughs> like, all right, I need to get out of Florida <laughs> one and two, I need to figure out a, like something because I, I really didn't want to go to film school. I had some opportunities that were cool, but I was like, ideally I won't. And I'll, I'll like kind of lead, lead me to some mentors who, even if it's terrible film, it'll show that I'm hungry, you know, like I'm driven. So, and then, um, yeah, I ended up doing well and I was super blessed. You know, All American was amazing and a couple other stuff. So that was kind of what launched um, me. Well, you know? I'm, I'm happy that we could be a part of your journey. And uh, I, I know right before we started yeah, recording, same. you were asking me who we have interviewed so far for this new podcast series. And I, I was going through the names and you're like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. friends with her. I'm friends with him. I know him. Uh, are, are those relationships <laughs> that, that you form because of your experiences at All American? Yeah, some for sure. I mean, uh, let me think. So, yeah, some, a lot from All American, mm -hmm. like Morgana, for example, the legend. Shout out to Morgana. Morgan, I can't remember pronounce her name right. Um, yeah, a lot of them, for sure. You guys, uh, it's amazing how many, because 
it, it was mainly like we wouldn't meet in person, but after like, oh, I saw your thing at All American or some other festival and we'd DM each other. So yeah, I would say um, to everyone listening at All American, like just keeping keep tabs on those relationships because you never know where they're going to be. Like I can, I'm very confident that one of the 20 kids I've met there yeah, is going to be I, running Hollywood one day. <laughs> like there's some kids I'm like, I'm amazed by what they're doing. I like now. to say it's like, like oh if not, gosh, so. it, like oh, it's yeah. not when, or it's not who, it's just, it's a matter of, uh, that's yeah. just not coming out right, but it's when. It's exactly. going, it's it's going when. to happen. It's going to come from this community. Yeah. Um, because it's just where you're all being in the same place, right? It's, it's where it's organic relationships forming. Yeah. I, I kind of think it's really interesting that you say, not even like meeting necessarily some of these people there, but it's like you all kind of then have that tag and you can say, oh, well, we have that in common. We share a common bond and a, and a common love. And, and I think that's really ultimately what the, the big goal is for us, right? To create that community and to provide an opportunity for connection and, and glad to hear that, that it's flourishing to whatever degree that it is for you. Um, yeah, for sure. When I look at your work and and I cannot wait to see more of it. I cannot wait to see this documentary. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just blown away <laughs> by um, the the layers of symbolism that are are part of of your storytelling. Um, and but 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 there it's it's innate, right? It's not like I don't feel like the symbols are being forced down my throat. And, and I wouldn't say that the, at the same time that they're like hidden. They're they're fairly obvious symbols. But somehow they're just such a perfect example of the emotional context of what you're sharing. Um, where does that come from? I mean, how how hard is it to come up with these ideal ideas? Um, is it just <laughs> sort of pop into your head based on what yeah. you're writing? Or tell me a little bit about that process. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I um, yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> well, I think it depends on the story. Like that one, the way it was designed was very tight and very to where those could arise much easier. But there's other ones like this one deep down, which is super subtle. And like a lot of people haven't totally understood where it's, it was a little harder to do that. Not that I was forced. It was just, I think it depends on the narrative. Like you should never force symbolism into flex as a filmmaker. Um, but for that one in particular, it was, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was a lot of emotional baggage and, um, the co-writer I work with, Jonathan Nilesgill, he didn't write that, but he gave me a lot of notes. We've, we've written other stuff together since then. While I was writing that, he really helped me kind of narrow in on a few of those and really try to be most honest. And, um, but yeah, I think if it's, I think too, I have a, uh, I have a huge library of like visual subtext. I'll screenshot from place to place. And kind of like, I think that's, I think at least for me, it's been super helpful to, have a billion stills to kind of look look for, you know, when Alfonso Cuarón does a shot and you're like, what does that mean? But you know there's meaning. I think um, I've always been really uh, keen to No, I, need, I, I feel like I need some, so some context was, for what you mean because now we're digging deep and I like it. Um, yeah. So you're watching yeah. films or you're watching whatever, you're experiencing life watching films yeah. out in the world and you're taking shots that in some way you find symbolic of what's happening. And you're cataloging that and then like mm -hmm. revisiting it. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, I have a big library and I organize stills. Like I have like a, it's so corny. I have like a subtext layer uh, folder. I have one like called tone 
where it's like 50 shots that I feel like totally embody where I want to end up when I make features or kind of return to when I'm feeling creatively in a drought. Um, but yeah, I think that's different for everyone though. I, I, uh, like Jonathan, when we work together, he, he knows I, I work from visual, even though I'm, I think writing can be strong for me sometimes. I think it's, it still originates from that. So I need a giant library to kind of pull from to get, um, or sometimes I'll have an actor in mind because when you're young, even though some people give you advice, don't write with the actor in mind. Sometimes you only have one good actor. So you have to, so sometimes it actually ends up helping. So I, I, um, yeah, I think through those limitations and through those things, it, it usually arises, but, um, and, and, and that time too, I was super into probably Christopher Nolan more than anything. Like, like I, I'm still in him. He's just not as big of an influence now, but just the way he plays with time and, I guess cycle I used a lot of like you would show half a shot here and then end it here. Um, so it became symbolic, but in itself it wasn't really until you, it was more the edit. Um, so yeah, just different devices like that. I'm always logging or studying and trying to teach, you know, learn every day. Uh, I think so. it's really <laughs> fascinating insight into your process and, um, you know, calling it like corny or whatever that you have these folders like labeled subtext and tone. I think you yeah. might be surprised. I think there's probably a lot of people yeah. listening right now. They're like, oh, all right. I'm not a total dork for doing this. Caleb does it too. Well, yeah. Also, I think, yeah, yeah. I think guys like ripping off is, is film. Like, like, like I, I could show you, uh, he knows too. I like just, he would act, you know, even like, oh, did you rip off this shot? I was like, yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> but it's the way you do it and the way, you know, if you're just watching Wes Anderson and JJ Abrams, you're probably going to, you know, it's going to be the same stuff. But if you have a giant library of like, you know, you're studying this director this month and this, it can really like influence your work. And I'm still so early in that. And I, I just find um, all of my favorite directors were huge cinephiles and they were huge into into that. So I guess I'm yeah, still learning that balance, you know, and try not to have just one influence. Like, yeah, I love how like, often that name comes know. up. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm I love still how often that name comes up with you and you know, he's a favorite <laughs> of mine as well. And I, yeah, I saw yeah. your recent post on Instagram <laughs> yeah. about like how excited you are that he's got new work coming out. Um, and, and I, I, I echo that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, um, I, I think it's a really, you make a really good point, whether you realize it or not, um, that, you're you're canvassing the film scape right and you're you're looking at all these different yeah. pieces that you like from as many sources as you can to help form your flattering imitation of how your world meets that world right it, yeah and literacy too like too i think paintings photographs take everything guys and sounds yeah i just you know, uh, I love film grammar and like how, you know, A compared with, you know, whatever the other effect Hitchcock would talk about, you know, when you put one shot and stitch with the other, all the effects. So I think that's, that's what returns me. I, I'm, I'm most fascinated with craft and then the emotion. Like those are the two. Yeah. Kind of um, me and come back, and so. it's obvious in your work and I, I'm sure, you know, you've got a long way to go and you're going to be doing many, many more great things. Um, I, I, I think the, the thing, the advice that I'm seeing in all of this is, the, is what you said, though, that not to sort of imitate many, 
not one. And it, it, when you're young, it, look, yeah. you, you have less time, less experience, of course. Yeah, which I'm guilty of. I, I'm, I'm saying that with the, take with the grain of salt. Right. And I there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, we get, we get a lot <laughs> so, of those quote-unquote yeah. Wes Anderson yeah. films. They're, 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 right, and yeah. they're very and easy to spot. <laughs> um, and they're, you know, they're usually yeah. pretty darn good because yeah. the style in itself lends itself yeah. to a, a certain quirky personality that is enjoyable to watch. But you can't do that yeah. forever. You know, you, you have to find, you have to find, exactly. you yeah. tell that in your own unique way. And, and it's never going to hurt to have men, many influences. Um, and I, I think basically what you're saying is a, is a great yeah. defense of that. Um, so if you're talking to yeah. your younger self, right, like you, you've taken an interesting path and I feel like I was kind yeah. of part of that at, when you were making some of these decisions, um, and I, you know, thank you. Yeah, it's not easy, right? You film school, not film school. It was pretty clear early that that you were going to go your own way. Um, yeah. And many people do that and many don't. And I have this conversation with just about everyone I talk to sort of the benefits, yeah. the pros and cons. If you're talking to your younger self, um, what advice do you have mm -hmm. for young Caleb, you know, making cycle and trying to like see what's next or how not to dream too big, but to keep those dreams alive, like all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll touch on film school real quick because uh, that's, that's, I guess. Um, well, for, for me with film school, it's either way. Like all, all my buddies, I would say most of my buddies did go to school because they just sort of came out of, maybe they had a program in their school. Um, but it's, it's either way, guys. If, if you feel like it benefits you, I would just say, to me, it was more a financial decision. Like the main schools I wanted to go to was, uh, just they weren't really recruiting they didn't really need anyone else so it's like it just my family we just came to a decision where it was just kind of better and i was leaning that way anyway but i would say for my early self i was thinking about this i felt like you might ask that so i was like i would say be careful with comparison because they say like comparison is the biggest robber of joy because with social media there's like there's this balance between where like all my film friendships have literally spawned from that i can't really think of any but it may have been a couple that haven't but so that's amazing use that but be careful like just stay focused on what you're doing don't don't be too concerned with what everyone's doing there's obviously a healthy perspective of what work is the best and where you're aiming but we're all on our different path you know film even when it is competitive it's still an art form so I think when I was in high school, I was so keen on doing that and like just not like just winning, but I was like, oh, I need to like, I would get crushed by one festival not accepting me and then get the biggest high when something else accepted me. And I was really putting a lot of my value in that. And I look back, I was like, well, you know, you don't need to do that. Like I'm in a phase now where I, I'm really at peace with even if I never screened at a festival again, which, you know, I don't think will ever happen, but hopefully is I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Cause it's like, I'm, I know why I'm making the work. I'm not making the work for like Instagram or for following or, or just anything or some people it's in fame. I'm just doing it cause I love the art form. So I think it's just kind of knowing, okay, why am I doing this? Am I doing this? Cause a teacher told me or a friend told me or, um, or I'm doing it because I want to win or which, which, can all be good things if you keep in balance. I'm just saying, just kind of break down, okay, what made me come to and this I know what it is in the first place. Because you and said it earlier. Um, you said it's that 
Yeah. I'm watching something and it's making me feel, and it's so beautiful. I, I really liked how you said yeah. that. I have noticed yeah, this from yeah, yeah. when I first met you and, and spoke with you. I, I tend to look at it the exact same way. And that's all I need, man. You, yeah. I start watching it. I feel one way. And then when I'm finished yeah. and throughout, I'm being changed by what's happening in this story and on screen. And, and that beauty, yeah. too, that, that mixture of all of these elements uh, is what keeps me coming back. You know, I'm addicted. Um, uh, but I, yeah. I, I think it's, yeah. it's very <laughs> humble of you to, to have that perspective and say, I recognize where I could go wrong here, right? With this idea of, of comparison and, and, and recognition sure. and, and that ultimately is, could be defeating and, and maybe, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'll say, yeah, I'll say one more thing too. Cause I think I just been realizing this too. Um, you know, when you're that, when you're a teenager, you're kind of like in this phase, like, okay, what am I good at? What, where can I shine? And film can be a great way to do that, but just try not to put your value on that. Like, that's not, that's just a part of you, you know? And I think I did that at times. And I think too, with social media, um, there's, there's a lot of people, I'm not afraid to totally say, cause I'm still learning where it's almost like they're making work to please them versus themselves or what would really challenge them. They're just kind of preaching to the choir. And I, I just don't think that's healthy for art or you. I think you're just kind of maybe doing it with the wrong intentions, which I have been so guilty of. So I've been, it's kind of a huge growing thing for me right now as I'm like, okay, you know, why am I doing this? And, um, and, uh, and then also ne again, like I said before, never lose that like fun with film, you know, cause as you get more people on set and at least for me, I, I like to keep it pretty nimble and tight. Only a few people. It gets too big. You're just like, okay, why? This is like an operation now. Like, I, I, I think, uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid to stick to your guns with, you know, the workflow you like and, and, and the people you enjoy working with, you know, like Wes Anderson says he just makes movies with his friends because it's the most honest and he loves it. And I think that's amazing. And, and sometimes that's where the best work comes out of versus maybe, you know, 20 professionals. So just, just, just have fun and keep, uh, yeah, and I'm in the same boat too. So. I think that's a, a really good point to to end our conversation on. I think uh, it's excellent advice and perspective. Something that um, I, I know, I'm sure you've struggled, but something that I've always sensed um, was a big part of what made you successful in the past and will continue to make you successful in the in the future. Sort of understanding yourself in this whole crazy thing uh, that you're you're trying to do here um, in telling stories the way that only you can. Um, yeah. And I, I certainly very, very much look forward to seeing a lot more from you. Um, hurry the heck up already. Cause I'm, you know, it's, <laughs> it's been a wait. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but no. I'm sure it'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so, man. Yeah. It's, uh, um, yeah, that transition too, when you're, um, it's a big step too, I would say when you're, when you're, teenager to, to now it's taken me a couple of years to kind of find my footing in the more professional landscape of, of this because you can't get away with as much um but yeah i still have a lot a lot of work to do but you know the goal is just to figure out the first feature so i'm just trying to pour pour out my energy in that trying to stay focused so it's all we can we'll do. Um, but I, I know you and I know that seeing yeah. we will see what happens. But behind the scenes, there will be a lot going on creatively, uh, including 
making sure that those folders with your buckets of inspiration get fed. Um, <laughs> I just want to say thanks again yeah. for joining us, Caleb, um, and for this insightful glimpse into your experiences and motivations as a storyteller. I encourage all of you listening to check out Caleb's work. Uh, there will be links in the bio below. And I remind you that this is just one of many in-depth conversations with the future of film. Go to hsfilmfest.com for more information on the All-American High School Film Festival. And please subscribe and share across all platforms to support our important community of artists like Caleb. See you next time.